Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Holt. I'm a functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude and over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs, and I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a 12-month practitioner mentorship where I help other nutrition pros level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what the show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Thanks for joining me. Now let's dive deep. Hey friends, happy almost Thanksgiving, depending on when you're listening to this. So today I'm getting right into it. Probiotics for the immune system. Uh, This is going to be a shorter episode. This is not like a comprehensive deep dive. I've had to rein myself back in when I was creating the notes uh, for today's show because there's so many different ways I can explore this topic and so many different things that I can say, but really the point of creating today's show is to have a living resource that is short to the point and answers the question directly. Um, I am not the type of person who's going to help you when you're like, oh, just tell me what to do. I'm like, no, I'm going to help you get to your own answer. But today is really like a just tell me what to do podcast. Um, so the question that I'm attempting to answer is, should I take probiotics to support my immune system right now? Because I've gotten that question about a bazillion times. So clearly it's something that y'all want to know about. And here's the short answer. It's not a bad idea. It's really not a bad idea. Now I first need to get this out of the way because I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I did not. The immune system is not something that you work on when you're in crisis mode, right? So we're not going to wait till we start to come down with something to say, gee, I better invest some uh, attention on my immune system. Just like when, like, uh, this is the analogy that I always use. If you are, uh, let's say you struggle with panic attacks, yoga can really help. Yoga can really help with anxiety, right? Or meditating. Both of those things are really wonderful for overall anxiety. But if you're having an acute panic attack, popping into down dog, probably not going to solve the problem, right? Sitting down and saying, oh, probably not going to cut it for your acute panic attack. And the same deal with the immune system. If it's something that we work on and we practice uh, and we devote some time and attention to on a daily basis, then when we do hit those pockets of mm, crisis, right? Um, or acute illness, things are going to be a little bit gentler, um, or we might not even have to see them as often. And that's really the kind of the whole goal. So immune health is really something that requires daily investment. It's not going to be a supplement or a pharmaceutical or an herb. It's not even going to be a probiotic. It's really those daily practices. Um, But having said that, We also know and understand that a healthy gut equals a healthy immune system. A robust gut microbiome, that's all the critters going on in your your gut, your large intestine, makes us more resilient 
to viruses, to bacteria, to pathogens, to all of it. Um, so that's where probiotics come in. But there is a very common misconception that we take probiotics to put like to to reinstate the good bacteria in our gut. And it doesn't really work like that. Probiotics don't have the ability to recolonize or to repopulate the gut. They don't really drastically change the microbiome environment permanently for the most part. Um, now, if you stay to the end of this show, I will talk about the two most important things to consume in order to shift the microbiome. So do stay to the end. It's not like a cliffhanger. Um, but so the probiotics aren't going to permanently change your gut. You're not going to repopulate your microbiome, but they do have an effect as you take them. They have short-term effects on the gut. As they transition their way through your guts, they will have an effect. So that's why I am team probiotic. I am pro probiotics. And they have multiple positive effects on the immune system, one of which is known as colonization resistance. So that's when our normal gut flora, so the good bacteria, the good fungus, the good stuff living in our gut, block pathogens block things that can make us sick from embedding. Um, and they do this because they compete for nutrients and they also compete for epithelial attachment sites. So the way that I describe this is like a parking lot. Now, if, and there's only limited spots available in the parking lot. Okay. And if there are limited spots and you have good bacteria and you have bad bacteria, competing for those spots, somebody's going to win out, right? It's like going to Great Woods. <laughs> Barking is a premium, right? That is an old school reference and I, I, you will only get it if you're like 35 and older and local. But if you do get that reference, please let me know. Um, but okay, so there's limited spots. And if we have ample good bacteria, then the chances are those good bacteria are sort of going to win out. They're more likely to get those parking spots and kind of hang tight. Um, if we have, if we don't have enough good bacteria, then the pathogens are more likely to slide into those spots. And this is really why um, the recommendation to take probiotics after or while you're taking antibiotics is 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 so powerful because when you're taking antibiotics, you're killing off, sure, you're killing off the bad guys, but you're also killing off a lot of the good guys. So you're opening up those, those uh, parking spots and it allows for opportunistic bacteria and opportunistic yeast to slot themselves in. And this is why candida infections and fungal overgrowths are so common after somebody's been on multiple courses of antibiotics. Okay, so that's one thing, that coloniz colonization resistance. That is one way that probiotics help us with our immune system. On top of that, these friendly bacteria produce antimicrobial compounds. P.S. This is another reason why I like to recommend probiotics when you're doing antibiotics, even herbal antibiotics, because they do have some antimicrobial effects in and of themselves. Um, so they produce that, they produce fatty acids, they produce bile acids, and all of this together creates an unfavorable, unfavorable environment for the growth of gut pathogens. Um, so certain gut pathogens like a very specific environment. And if we have ample probiotics releasing all of these different 
chemicals and things, it kind of wards off the gut pathogens. They don't like that environment. Things like Clostridia, E. coli, Salmonella, Shigella, Pseudomonas, and yeasts like Candida. So those are all ways that they support the immune system. And on top of that, bacteria also produce short chain fatty acids, which help the immune system regulate T reg cells and create T reg cells and turn on T reg cells in the gut. And that sends out messenger proteins to the rest of the immune system. If you, um, if you've been around the show for a while, you've definitely heard me talk about T reg cells, especially in relation to the immune system and autoimmunity because T reg cells modulate the immune system and make it efficient and help it coordinate an immune response to either fight an infection or to keep the system healthy. Um, so, so really big deal. So we need good bacteria to create these short chain fatty acids to help to regulate T reg cells. So it's this, it's kind of like a domino effect, right? It's not that the, the probiotics, the, some of the probiotics do have a direct effect, but they also have kind of a set off a chain of events as well. So of course, now that we know, okay, probiotics, green light for immune health, cool. The question is, what probiotic do you recommend? And this is the question that I get all the time. And it's kind of a tricky thing to answer because clinically, when in my, in my private practice, I use very different things based on the person, based on their symptoms, based on their health history, based on their lab results, uh, what particular strains that I recommend depend on what pathogens they have in the gut, if they have autoimmune issues or not, if they have food sensitivities, if they have histamine issues. So I'm taking a lot of different things into consideration before I just make like a blanket statement, oh, you should you should take this one. Um, but for the sake of this podcast, I mean, we have, you know, 50,000 people that download the podcast per month. Obviously, I'm not going to work with all of you. So I'm not going to be able to make guided recommendations for everybody but I can make a general recommendation. And what's funny is that I actually shared the one that I use, the one that I use most frequently in private practice. Now, mind you, I deal with a lot of autoimmunity, a lot of food sensitivities, a lot of gut dysbiosis in my private practice. Um, so I linked that one in my Instagram bio. It's super high potency. Um, and it's also $110 a bottle. One of my clients called it the probiotics for the stars. Um, so in the few weeks that I had it linked up there, 180 people visited the site and only one person purchased. So that, you know, really tells me that the average person looking to take a daily probiotic to support their immune system is not going to spend a hundred dollars. Right. Um, of course I'll continue to use that in my private practice, but that's really for some extreme things going on. But when people to ask me about a probiotic, what they're looking for is an everyday probiotic at a decent price point that's shelf stable. So the one that I really like from an ingredient standpoint is BioCult Boosted. Now BioCult has been around the block for a minute. I mean, I used to, I feel like I blogged about them like when Hattie was an infant. I, I was taking their probiotics when Hattie was an infant and she's six and a half now. So they've definitely been around for a while and um, they're Boosted product is my particular favorite because it's $30, by the way. So it's much lower price points, $30. And 
Um, their original formula is 15, it's half the cost, but the boosted is four times the potency of the original, which is why I, if I had to choose one, I would go with the boosted. Are there caveats with it? Yeah, of course. There's going to be caveats with pretty much any supplement that I ever talk about on this show because, you know, it depends on your unique situation. So you always got to do your due diligence, but that's the one that I feel really comfortable recommending. It contains um, different strains of lactobacilli and also bifidobacteria. Those are both gram positive bacteria that make up the normal intestinal microbiome. So they're happy, beneficial, friendly bacteria. And a lot of those strains are low in people when I do microbiome testing, when I do stool testing. I can see that a lot of these strains are low. Uh, Bifido particularly, uh, those those bifidobacteria account for about 90% of our total colonic beneficial flora. So they're really important. Um, bifido helps to degrade histamines in the gut. It helps to produce short-chain fatty acids. I'm not, <laughs> I promise you I'm not going to get down any rabbit hole, so let me pull myself back on track. But bifido is super important. Um, and these, these do tend to be low in people when I'm testing them. Uh, the cool thing about BioCult is you can pull the capsules apart. This is how I tend to give probiotics to Hattie, FYI. She can't swallow pills quite yet. So I usually just bust the caps open and, um, didn't, didn't mean to say that quite exactly that way, (laughs) uh, that was weird, but I opened the caps and you could, I sprinkle them like into oatmeal or yogurt or something like that. Sometimes I'll even do that for myself in smoothies, just like put them in there. So it's one less pill to have to swallow. doesn't need to be refrigerated, non-GMO, gluten-free, manufactured in the UK. So all good stuff. Now, as far as questions that I might get for probiotics, two, the two most common ones are what about spore-based probiotics? Are those better? And as far as I know, there's no studies done to show the comparative difference between spore-based probiotics and non-spore-based. Um, I think at this point, a lot of it is theory and like really good marketing. Um, so I'm not, I am not one that tells people they only can buy or should only get spore-based probiotics. Having said that, if you take spore-based probiotics and you feel better, that's great. Keep on keeping on. I'm certainly not saying that they're bad. I am just not one that says... There are some people that are like only spore-based and that's that's not the way that I look at it. And then the other question is, do probiotics even survive the gut? Because you'll hear that, that most probiotics don't even survive uh, the acidity of the gut. And probiotics, whether they're spore-based or not, will have short-term effects in the gut, right? As they transition through the gut, they will have an effect. And they're not, they're not going to repopulate. They're not going to change the microbiome, but they will have an effect as you take them. Okay. So keep that in mind. Like as they're, as they're getting through your system, they, they are working almost in real time. And that's kind of why I think it is not a bad idea to take probiotics every day because we're modulating the immune system as we take them. And, um, BioCult do have by the way, uh, this why they're shelf stable is that they they use a freeze drying process, um, so that you don't have to refrigerate them, um, and it also 
aids in the protection of the bacteria from the harsh acidic environment of the stomach, okay? So it's these probiotics have been shown in vitro to survive pH for um, the acidity of the stomach for two hours. Um, so that's, that's kind of nice um, that it, that's actually been shown. So you can kind of rest, rest assured with that one. Um, okay, so that's that about probiotics. I do want to say that when we're thinking about restructuring the gut, this is kind of like the quick and dirty. In order to rebuild the gut, I always think about the three Ps. So when we're thinking about gut health, I want you to think about the three Ps. Probiotics, for all the reasons I just talked about. Prebiotics, which are fibers that feed the good bacteria. And then polyphenols. Um, Polyphenols also really help to nourish our good bacteria. So, um, polyphenol rich foods are anything black, blue, red, purple, brown, and green. So your colored, you know, your color rich foods essentially. And I was listening to, I got down an Instagram rabbit hole and was watching this celebrity trainer talk about food. And I'm like, what is this guy talking about? And I like, One thing that he said, he was like, you want to do red and green veggies at every meal. And I was like, I've never heard anybody say that. But then I was like, it's actually not bad advice. (laughs) I'm like, that's actually pretty decent advice because the reds and the greens are going to contain polyphenols. Um, And the cool thing about the, the health effects of polyphenols, it really depends on the amount consumed and their bioavailability. And having good gut bacteria, probiotics, actually help to enhance the bioavailability of polyphenols. It kind of like unlocks the nutrition potency of the food that you're eating. And then making sure that you're consuming adequate amounts and even like more than adequate amounts. That's kind of why I'm a fan of doing some of the powders. I know I've talked about them before, but I really like doing, you know, making sure we're eating plenty of color rich foods, like plenty of them. And then also kind of doubling down with some powders. So Organifi has their green juice and their red juice. I would say if I had to pick my two favorites from a nutrition perspective and like what people need, I would say it's these two. The red juice powder has, and this is, this one tastes really good. This is the one that Hattie pounds. She like thinks it's fruit punch. So it has pomegranate, cranberry, blueberry, raspberry, strawberry, beet. All of those are uh, polyphenol-rich foods. It also has cordyceps and reishi, and those mushrooms are also rich in polyphenols. And then the green has wheatgrass, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, uh, chlorella. I always struggle with that word, and matcha. So those are all you know, polyphenol rich foods. So I'm a fan of doing those. Of course, you can shop at Organifi.com forward slash funk to save 15% off. And I also have a coupon code for those probiotics. If you go to biocult.com, and I'll link this in the show notes because it's bio dash cult with a K dot com. If you enter the code funk 20, you'll save 20%. So Lots of goodies coming your way. Um, Speaking of which, there are a lot more goodies coming your way because in December, 
as, as in like next week, December, we have some fun things. The 12 days of Funkmas, I am re-releasing all of the fan favorite episodes of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I've been podcasting for over three years now, and we got some exciting things coming your way for December. So make sure you tune in because there's tons of giveaways. I'm so excited. We're just going to spoil you with gifts this holiday season. So tune in for that, and I will check you next week in December. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the show, fill out the contact form at erinholthealth.com. If you got something from today's show, don't forget, subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.